You think I'm fucking around? Market zero. Six zero. Episode six zero. Big 60. You guys have been listening to me for two months. Two months worth of episodes. You can listen 30 days, 30 episodes in a row, and then listen for an additional 30 days. Make some noise. Setting milestones too, baby. We got new subscribers. I think every day this week we've had a new subscriber. We've obviously had more listens due to that. We had a couple shares going on. So shout out to all the new subscribers, new listeners. I want you guys to think about something real quick. Every decision you've made ever in your entire life has led you to this point where you're listening to me. And for that, I'm thankful. Make some noise. So, with that being said, we're going to dive right into August 16th, this date in history. History has its eyes on me. This date in history, August 16th, 1977, Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll, tragically passed away at his home in Graceland. Oh, is that the name of his... Start that over. On August 16th, 1977, Elvis Presley, the king of rock and roll, tragically passed away at his home, Graceland, in Memphis, Tennessee. Presley's unexpected death at the age of 42 shocked fans around the world. Is that a thing people still do? Is like name their houses like Graceland? Is it Graceland? I'm assuming it's Graceland. Like Never Neverland, like Michael Jackson used to do. That pervert. We can get into that later. Elvis Presley's impact on music, culture, and entertainment cannot be overstated. He brought rock and roll to the forefront of American music, had numerous chart-topping hits, starred in films, and performed in groundbreaking televised concerts. His energetic performances, unique voice, and charismatic presence made him a global icon. Even after his death, Presley's legacy endures. Graceland, his home, has become a place of pilgrimage for fans from around the world, and his music continues to inspire new generations of artists. To this day, Elvis remains a prominent figure of American history in music and pop culture. History has its eyes on me. My mom loves, fun fact about my mother, she loves Elvis. I think it's one of those things. I mean, Elvis was good, I guess. I, obviously, he was well before my time since he died in 1970 fucking seven. But if you ask anybody from that from, that listens to it, first of all, I think it's because it was forbidden. I think that's what was going on is that it was like the forbidden fruit. So it's like, you know, when your parents tell you you can't do something, you want to do it more. Or anybody tells you you can't do something, you, you usually want to do it more than that. I think that's what it was because my mom grew up in a very conservative household. So I think Elvis was like the devil. Now, that Elvis is the devil type of situation because she still listens to Elvis. I think she saw the movie, which she said kind of sucked. I heard it tough reviews on that movie they just came out with. It's, I think it's on Max. Who knows? But the guy did rock, man. Apparently, he stole the music from the black black people, but we can get into that a different time, too. Another problematic situation. Speaking of stealing, stealing things from black people, uh, the Tui family from <laughs> Disney's The Blind Side with featuring Sandra Bullock, who won an Oscar for her performance as Mrs. Tui. 
Apparently, it's all it's all fraudulent. I mean, the story is loosely based on the movie. They took a lot of creative freedom there to make the movie, and uh, apparently, Michael Orr does not like the movie. He didn't get any money from the movie. What he thought he was signing as a kid. I'm just going off off the top of my head. I don't have this pulled up in front of me, but I heard heard this about three different times. So apparently, what happened was he thought he was signing adoption papers, but what he really signed was a conservatorship. And we all know from a conservatorship, we're all lawyers now in this field because of Britney Spears and her conservatorship that her dad made her sign when she was younger. Um, They got all the money from the movie, the book. Uh, They're all involved. Pretty much they elevated themselves off of this story. If this whole story didn't exist, they would still be rich. They owned like 150 Taco Bells or fast food restaurants. And they'd still be rich and everything. But SJ, the little brat in the movie... Uh, he's like a um, NIL dealer type now. He works for colleges and stuff. He obviously would not have that job if he did if he was his name wasn't brought up to fame from the Michael Orr story. So apparently Michael Orr is saying now, like, I didn't see any of this money, and it's like three hundred million dollars. Like it's a shitload of money. And he's not blaming like Sandra Bullock or anything. He's blaming the two. He's like, This isn't you sold my name, all this stuff. I thought I was adopted, but really all you were doing was making money off me. And if anyone's seen this movie, you know that in the movie the NCAA agent that's kind of a bitch to him the whole time she uh she says like they you don't think that they're taking advantage of you and he's like no they love me and this and that it's a whole thing it's like the whole crescendo of the movie is him saying like oh that's my family they wouldn't do that but it turns out that lady was kind of right they were taking advantage of him and they've kind of profited a lot off the name and likeness like hugh freeze was the coach in high school and now he's a college coach he does some shady shit he's actually not that good of a coach but everyone kind of rode the story and elevated themselves and like yeah he was a professional athlete for the ravens and i think he had a whole i think he's a hall of famer now or he's in the hall of fame now so it wasn't like he didn't succeed but the story in the movie is not what happened at all he doesn't like it because they made him seem like he was a dumbass and like they made him think he was really simple like he didn't know how to use a bed stuff like that like they were he was getting taught plays using condiments out of the kitchen and it was like this wholesome thing and he's like that's not what it was at all like that they're making me seem like i was kind of dumb and i was like ignorant and he's like i wasn't like that at all they they legit took me in and i thought i was their son but apparently i wasn't i was i signed over conservatorship to them and they'd just been profiting off my name so anyway i think i just went on a little tangent there for the last i don't know four minutes or so but that's fraudulent uh i don't know where i was going with that so we're gonna move on (laughs) Since I don't know why I kept talking about that. No, somebody stopped me. So, before we get into, since it is Wednesday, August 16th, everyone knows it's Would You Wednesday. And last week's was a little hot and heavy, a little steamy, a little spicy. There was a lot of porn star talk, a lot of Jennifer Aniston's bed in bed talk. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. We're going to go over that. But last week's, a little heavy. Got a lot of feedback on that. We'll get into it. But first, I'm going to give you a little update on going to the dermatologist as an adult. So if anyone's done that, you know exactly what I mean by what I just said. Going to the dermatologist as an adult is not what it was like going as a kid. And I guess there's more reasons for that because there's a lot. When you're a kid, I guess your, your skin is still forming and stuff like you're still growing. So there shouldn't be anything abnormally growing on your skin when you're younger. I'm sure there are people that have had problems with skin when they're younger, but mostly you're going there for an Accutane prescription, doxycycline. You're trying to get rid of acne, you know? You have high school pictures coming up. You don't want to be pizza face. Is that what they call them back then? (laughs) I mean, I had acne, so you could see it on my feet. You get close enough, you could see some acne scars. I had acne growing up. And I didn't take antibiotics, I guess, the way I should have. I mean, it worked when I did take them the right way. But, you know, you go through those phases. It's awkward. The hormones are flowing. You're sweaty, greasy. You know, you're you're fucking sneaking warm Bud Light in, 
in Gatorade bottles and shit. Like, you know what I mean? You're not, you know, you're, it's just you break out in pimples. It happens. But going as an adult is a little different. I didn't anticipate this at all. I wish someone would have gave me a fucking playbook before going to see a dermatologist. So I went back in June, right? Because I've noticed I have, I've had acne like on the back of my neck and just like persistent. It's not like too bad, not too good, persistent. And then like, it's, it's been there. Well, yeah, you know, it'll go. I got free healthcare, right? Let's go. So I go to the dermatologist and I'm really expecting her to say, all right, here's a prescription. See you later. Nope. This is get naked. And it's like, I'm like, excuse me? She's like, you could leave your underwear on but you have to get naked. And I'm like, no, I'm here for acne. And she's like, no, this is what we have to do. We have to check your whole body for any growths, anything that looks like it could be a problem. I'm like, all right. See, Brady's all worked up about this too. So I'm like, all right, let's go. So, you know, I'm wearing my uniform because I came from work. So I take the uniform off. I'm sitting there and she's legit like scanning you up, looking you up and down, like navel gazing. You know what I mean? Like she's really checking these areas. And she's like, you have these random, um, what'd she call them? She called them something. Inflammation. I was like, yeah, I get like random pimples. Like it's like ingrown hair or something like just kind of randomly, like nothing crazy on my skin. I'm mostly here for the acne on my neck and on my scalp. And she's like, yeah, we're going to check that. She's going around. She's like, oh, there's something on your back. And I'm like, all right. She's like, have you seen this? And I was like, why would I be able to see my back? You know, I was like, it's no, I, ha- I don't. What's going on? She's like, all right, we're going to we're going to uh, we're going to mark that down. She like takes a little marker out, marks it. She has an iPad. She's marks it on the iPad. She goes around to the front and she's like, oh, what's this? And I was like, what's what? And I was like, I don't know, birthmark. She's like, how long has it been there? And I'm like, honestly, I couldn't tell you. I was like, it could have been there my whole life. It could have been there since last week. Like, I don't know. I wasn't looking for it. You know, like I wasn't paying attention to it. So she goes, oh, all right. So. She whispers to like the nurse or something because we got yada, 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 A, B, upper, upper right back, lower midsection. We're going to do, and I just heard the word excision. Oh no, biopsy. That was the first, biopsy. I'm like, biopsy. That sounds like, whenever I heard the word biopsy, I'm like, oh, that's cancer. Like, I, you know, your mind just, you, you hear it, you, you think something worse. So she's like, no, no, we're just going to take a piece off, send it into the lab. No big deal. And we're going to give you a prescription for your scalp and your, like the acne. And that should clear up like your entire body. I'm like, all right, should I worry about this stuff that's on my skin though? She's like, nah, it should be fine. But we're going to get test results, come back in like three weeks. So three weeks was yesterday, right? Or two days ago, I went. And now I know it, Now I know what to expect. So before I leave the office to go to the dermatologist, I change. I'm like, I'm going to put gym clothes on. You know, I'm going to do a couple push-ups so the chest is looking a little puffy before I take my shirt off. You know, do a couple sit-ups in the parking lot. <laughs> Stupid shit, you know, because I was like, I, I know I'm going to have to get naked. So sure enough, she's like, all right, you know, take your clothes off. She checks the back. She's like, all right, so here's what the biopsy said. She's like, it's not nothing, but it's also not something. She's like, there's two levels to it. And then there's a lot of gray area. So she's like, level A, it's acute. It's just a mole. We can remove it or you can keep it. B, melanoma. She's like, but there's a lot of middle ground in there because to go from A to B, there's several stages. She's like, so what we want to do is... <laughs> remove all those stages so it can't get from a to b i'm like all right and she there was some fancy word she used if someone knows it sure i don't know the correct phrasing so i'm not going to say something dumb so she's like what we're going to do is take out the one on your back and take out the one on your chest and i was like what does that mean like take it out you know what i mean she's like well i have to make an incision it's going to be like five stitches long it's going to be like a three inch incision and i was like whoa, whoa 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 what are we doing and she's like, no, yeah, it'll be fine. I was like, do I have a, like, I don't want to say the word, but like, is this like a problem? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is this a, is this, is this the C word? Like, am I dealing with this? No, no, no. She's like, what we're doing is preventing that, preventing that. I was like, yeah, but I have a, a full body of skin. <laughs> like, 
She's like, I don't see any other problem areas. And I was like, all right, is there like a black light or something you can scan like that shows problem areas before? Like, what if you're just missing it? I was like, I'm not saying you're bad at your job, but like, she's like, no, she's like, you should be good. And I'm like, all right, so let's fucking cut me open then. Let's do this thing. All right, I'm going to numb you. We're going to lay back. And I'm like, oh, this is like a real thing. She shows me like a picture of what she needs to do. And it's like a legit like three inch incision each direction. And they're cutting off like three layers of skin. They have to get the whole thing out in the event that it does grow into something it shouldn't. The C word, uh, they take it out. So I'm like, all right, like, is this going to hurt? And she's like, no, it'll be numb. This lady left fucking... She was, it was smooth. I didn't feel any pain. However, it took like 20 minutes for the front and back. She removed like, I'm talking like a sliver of skin. Like it looked like a fucking piece of salmon size. I mean, it wasn't probably that big, but it was a big fucking piece. And I'm not looking at it until I sit up and I'm like, holy shit, that's a lot of blood. Like what the hell? And she's like, yep. She's like, trust me. It's, we're not going to play the game of like, let's wait around in a year and see what happens because I don't want this to go any further. I'm like, any further? Like, again, is this something I should be worried about? Like, you know, like, again, am I like a survivor? Like, what are we doing? And she's like, don't, don't worry about that. It's fine. We're going to send it off to the lab and then you're going to come back in two weeks and then every, every six months or something, you're going to come back for like a year. So make sure it doesn't grow back. And I'm like, you keep throwing these words grow back. <laughs> like it's growing back. You know what I mean? Like shoot it to me straight. She's like, trust me, it's completely fine. Normal. She's like, right nurse, the nurse and the nurse is brand new. Like literally walking the nurse on how to finish stitches. So I was like, I don't know. This lady's just saying yes or no. So get all that done. And then I was like, by the way, I have a wart on my finger that's been there for like a decade. She's like, oh, we'll freeze that off. Come over here. Stick your hand out. So I stick my hand out. She takes out. If you've ever seen a wart remover, it's um, it's like a freeze freeze thing. You shake it up. You stick it on the wart. You press in. It freezes the wart off, right? That's like the one you buy in the store. This was like a fire extinguisher of that freeze stuff. This was like heavy duty. And it was like a blowtorch of cold, like a dragon from Game of Thrones, the frozen dragon, though. This thing was blowing cold air. Like This thing was industrious, industrial grade freezing. She sticks that goddamn thing on the wart and she just... 20 seconds. I was like, you fucking, I was like, you got to fucking, I was shaking. And then she's like, oh, it's good. She's like, it's going to blister and then pop out. I was like, it's going to blister. It's blistering now. Like you just froze my finger. She's like, trust me, it's the best way to do it. She's like, if I do it a little bit, it's going to blister and not come out. And then next week or two weeks when you come back and I'll do it again, it's going to be more painful. And she's young. She's not like this old, like crabby lady. She's young. You think she would like understand, like, you know, get with the times. Like you can just numb things. Plus my insurance will cover it. It's government insurance. You know, charge the shit out of it. I don't care if my hand is numb for like an hour. You could have numbed it before you did that. So anyway, for those looking at home, I got a big ass hole in my hand now. I'm not going to show you my chest because I just ate, but (laughs) I got stitches across my chest. And then I guess there's one on my back. I can't see my fucking back, but every time I go in the shower, it stings. And she's like, it'll be fine. She's like, just come back in two weeks. No big deal. So I say all that to say this. When you go to the dermatologist as an adult, be prepared because it's it's way more invasive than being a kid. If you go in there just for a little thing, be prepared to show your entire thing. <laughs> but I'm all good. I'm all healthy. Nothing can stop this kid. So we're going to move on to Would You Rather... So for those new listeners, new subscribers, what we do on Wednesdays is Would You Rather. So usually it's the adult edition. So I would preface this by saying it's for entertainment purposes only. 
and put the kids to sleep. Throw some earmuffs on. If you're one of these uptight people, which I got to mention, if you're one of these uptight people, put your earmuffs on. But this week you can listen because we're doing the wholesome would you rather because last week got a lot of feedback and it was, a lo- I'd say, I, let's just say I had 30 listeners last week, right? There were about three people that were like, too vulgar, man. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, two was too much. You're talking porn stars. You were talking Jennifer Aniston bad at sex. How dare you? And I'm like, it's a fucking joke. It's, it, you know, it, it's a joke. Relax. No one's list. First of all, not that many people are listening to me. And if they did, if you listen to the whole thing, you would understand it's a joke. Do it every week. So I'm going to cater to those three people and we're going to do a wholesome would you rather. So you can keep the kids awake. You can not earmuff them. We're going to have fun with this one as we always do. And we're going to dive right into 10 wholesome would you rather questions to please the virgins in the crowd. Number one, would you rather spend a day reading a heartwarming book or watching an uplifting movie? I mean, an uplifting movie would be The Blind Side, but that's all fraudulent. But I think I'd have to go movie anyway. Reading a book, cool and all. I don't have the attention span to do that. I would love to. I I wish I could be better at. I mean, I know how to read. I wish I was into reading the same way people are into reading. I'm just not into it. So I'm gonna have to go with uplifting movie. Number two, would you rather wake up to the sound of birds chirping or smell of fresh, fresh? Would you rather wake up to the sound of birds chirping or the smell of fresh baked bread? Shout out to Chirp Beauty on TikTok, but I would much rather wake up to fresh baked bread. That shit smells money. Would you rather go on a hike through a beautiful forest or relax on a serene beach for the day? Beach for the day. Number four, would you rather have the ability to play any musical instrument or speak any language fluently? We had this question before somewhere. The music thing would be cool, right? Any instrument at any time. However, I'm not surrounded by instruments. But I guess if I was surrounded by instruments, I would have more instruments around. And it would be cool to just like, oh, there's a piano. Watch this and just fucking go to town on it. But I feel like speaking any fluent language is more useful. Like playing any instrument, more of like a parlor trick, you know? I guess you'd have to make a career out of it at that point. But speaking any language fluently, I think can go equally as far as being able to play any musical instrument. And you can you can do either one. You can be parlor tricking it or you can impress people, impress a, impress a girl or a man if you're into that type of thing. Obviously, if you're a girl, you can impress a man. If you're a man, you can impress a man or a girl, impress a girl. Just impress somebody with it. Um, and you can also use it for like business too. Like, you know, you can travel to China, I guess, if your job makes you travel to China. So maybe I might go musical instrument. I think last time I guessed speak any language fluently, but I think musical instrument, you know, I would just see a piano and just start fucking wailing on it or like drums. So I think I'd go musical instrument. Number five, would you rather experience a week of beautiful sunrises or breathtaking sunsets? Man, these questions are fucking boring. Uh, I guess fucking sunsets. (laughs) Like, I guess... Would you rather volunteer at a local animal shelter or plant trees in a community garden for a day? I'd say animal shelter, but however, I'd feel bad and I'd want to bring some home. So I think to avoid the, the trauma of that, I would just plant trees. I feel like you get a lot, you get it done a lot quicker. You know, you dig up some dirt, throw a seed in there. Good to go. Number seven, would you rather spend an evening stargazing with loved ones or having a picnic in a flowery meadow? Stargaze, excuse me, stargazing with loved ones. Just looking up at the stars, you know, it makes you feel really small. You might see a shooting star. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of shit going on up there if you just stare at the night. Maybe aliens, you never know. Would you rather receive a heartfelt written hand letter 
or a surprise care package. Surprise care package, because you never know what you're going to get. And I say that knowing full well that my friends like to send bags of dicks to each other. So care packages go a long way. Would you rather go on a road trip listening to calming music or entertaining audiobooks? Audiobooks. I've I rarely listen to music in the car. The only time I listen to music is when I go to the gym. So six times a week, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, for the most part, I'm listening to podcasts anyway, and podcasts can kill a fuck ton of time on the road. I've done my fair share of driving all over the goddamn East Coast and having a podcast to listen to. If it's like a three-hour podcast, that's a quarter of a trip if it's a 12-mile trip. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's... You listen to three or four of those. If there's a season of those, and audiobooks are like nine hours long. When I was in the audiobook game, I listened. There was one that was like 12 hours long. I'm like, who has time for this? Like, I have podcasts. I have daily podcasts I listen to, and I, this audiobook ain't fitting in there, Sway. You ain't got the answer, Sway. Would you rather have a never-ending supply of your favorite snack or always have the perfect weather for outdoor activities? Ooh. See, like, the favorite snack thing would be cool, right? But I guess you'd get sick of it eventually, even if it's your favorite. You can only eat so many Reese's, you know? Like, I would love to have an infinite supply of Reese's. This is the uh, um, Rice Krispie Treat effect. I'm going to dub this one because I bought I bought a case of Rice Krispie Treats. So when I go running in the morning or if I'm like going to the gym and it's late and I haven't eaten anything yet, you need that like little pump, that little blood sugar rush. I'll have a Rice Krispie Treat. Now the thought of eating one makes me sick. I mean, I'll still eat them, obviously, but like I don't eat them as much as when I first got them. I'm like, oh, I got to cool it down. You know, I'm having like two before the gym and then like one afterwards. Like now I'm like, I got to like force feed myself to do it. So if you don't get sick from having your favorite snack, I do that. Because having the perfect weather for outdoor activities, I think there's a different definition about perfect weather. Because you can, sunny days are great until you go to the fucking dermatologist, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just to bring it all back full circle. But I mean, a perfect day for me is like partly cloudy, like in and out clouds, 70 degrees, minimal humidity, because it's not the heat that gets you, it's the humidity. <laughs> but a perfect day for somebody else is like full on sun, 90 degrees. You know, which is awesome. Great day. But if I had to pick a perfect day for the rest of my life, it's got to be like 75, partly cloudy. Not saying full on clouds, like it's gloomy. I'm saying like there's periods of sun and there's periods of clouds. It's just on and off. It's not raining or anything. It's just that sometimes it's going to be cloudy and sometimes it's going to be fucking sunny. And it's going to be 75. It's not going to be blazing hot. So you could go in the pool or you can just sit by the pool with a sweatshirt on if it's cloudy out. You know, you can do whatever you want. You can play both sides. So that's going to wrap up the Virgin edition of Would You Rather. So I hope everyone's happy that we didn't do talk about sex at all because this seemed like it was such a fun time. I can't wait to do it again next week, and uh, you know we'll we'll uh, we'll go from there. We'll we'll gauge the feedback if we should bring back the X-rated version. So. With all that being said, we're going to wrap this up. We're running hot right now. It's about 27 minutes in. I'm going to try to cut this baby down to about 22 minutes. That's that might be a little too much because there really wasn't a point where I'd stop talking. If anything, I, I should probably learn how to stop talking so much. But I'm going to leave you on this note. Within every heartbeat and quiet thought, there lies an ocean of potential waiting to be discovered. You are not just a moment in time, but a masterpiece in the making. 